Hi, my name is Nian and I'm reading Kentucky's Kingdom. I enjoy this book because it's adventurous and I like adventurous, adventurous books in my opinion. Chapter 2. They say that the water covers two-thirds of the Earth's surface. It certainly looks like that when you're out there and it feels like it too. Sea, water, rain, water, all of it's wet. I spent most of my time, off the time, soaked to the skin. I wore all the right gear. The skipper always made sure of that. But somehow the wet, the wet still got through. Down below too, everything was damp, even the sleeping bags. Only when the sun shone and the sea had stopped, it's heading could we begin to dry out we would haul everything out on the deck on out onto the deck and soon the peggy sue would be dressed over on one great washing line from bo- from bow to stern to be dry again it was a real luxury but we always knew it could not last for long you may think that there was not a lot for free people to do on board day after day week after week you'd be quite wrong in daylight there was never a dull moment. I was always kept busy taking in sail, winching in, letting out, taking my turn at the wheel, which I loved, or helping my father with his endless mending and fixing. He often needed another pair of hands to hold and steady as he drilled or hammered or screwed or sawed. I'd forever be mopping up, brewing up, washing up, drying up. I'd be lying if I said I loved it all. I didn't, but there was never a dull moment. Only one of the crew was allowed to be idle, Stella Artois, and she was always idle, with nothing much to bark at at the open ocean. She spent the rest of the days curled up on my bed down in the cabin when it was fine and calm, though she'd usually she'd usually be found on the watch up at the bow, alert for something, anything that wasn't just the sea. You could be sure that if there was anything out there, she spotted soon enough. An escort of porpoises perhaps diving in and out of the waves, a family of dolphins swimming alongside, so close you could reach out and touch them, whales, sharks, even turtles, we saw them all. My mother would be taking photographs, video and still, while my father and I over the binoculars, but Stella Artois was in her element, a proper sheepdog again, barking her commands at the creatures of the sea herding them from the deep annoying though she could be she would bring her smelly wetness with her everywhere we never once regretted her bringing her along with us she was our greatest comfort when the sea tossed and churned us and my mother felt like death from seasickness she sit down below white to gills with stella on her lap cuddling and being cuddled and when i was terrified by the mountainous sea seas and the screaming wind i would curl up with stella on my bunk bury my head in her neck and hold her tight at times like that i don't suppose they were that frequent it's just that i don't remember them so vividly i always kept eddie's football so close beside me as well the football had become a source sort of talisman for me a lucky charm and it really seemed to work too after all every storm it did blow itself out in the end and afterwards we were always still there still alive and still afloat i had hoped my mother and father forget all the all about the planned schoolwork and to begin with it seemed as if they had but once we had weathered a few storms once we were settled and well into our voyage they sat me down and told me the unwelcome news like it or not i was going to have to keep up with my schoolwork my mother was adamant about it
I could see that any appeals to my father would be pointless. She, he just shrugged and said, Mum's a skipper, and that was an end of the matter. At least at home, she had been my mother, and I could argue with her, but not on the Peggy Sue, not anymore. It was a conspiracy between them. They had devised an entire programme of work. There were maths course books to get through. My father would help me with that if I got stuck. He said for ge- geography and history, I was to find out on record all I could about every country we visited as we went around the world for environmental studies and art. I was to note down and draw all the birds we saw, all the creatures and plants we came across. My mother made a particular point of teaching me the navigation to. Barnacle Bill taught me, she said. I'm teaching you. I know it's not on the curriculum, but so what? It it could come in handy, you never know. She she taught me how to use a sextant, compass, bearings, plot a toss on the chart, I had to fill in the longitude and latitude in the ship's log every morning, every evening, without fail. I don't think I I had ever really noticed the stars before. Now, whenever I was on watch in the cockpit at night with Peggy Sue on her wind vane, self-steering, the others asleep below the stars would be my only company. Gazing up at them, them, I felt sometimes that we were the last people alive on the whole planet. There was just us. And the dark sea about us, and the millions of stars above. It was on it was on watch at night. Then I would that I would often do my English. This is my own version of it, the ship's log. But I didn't have to show it to them. But I was encouraged to write in ev- in every three weeks. It would be they said my own personal private record of our voyage. At school, I had never been much good at writing. I could never think of what to write or how to begin, but on Peggy Sue, I found I could open up my log and just write. There was always so much I wanted to say, and that's the thing. I found I didn't really write it down at all. Rather, I said it. I spoke it from my head, down my arm, through my fingers and my pencil, and onto the page, and that's how I read it to me now. All these years later, like me, talking. I'm looking at my log now. The paper is a bit crinkled and the pages are yellow yellowed with my age my scribbly writing is a little faded but it's mostly quite legible what follows are just a few chosen extracts from this log the entires are quite short but they all tell the tale this is how i recorded our great journey and this is how it was for an 11 year old boy as we rode the wide oceans of the world on the on board the peggy sue